And welcome to Cutting Through the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. This is the emergency broadcast. It's an emergency. We've even changed the ball. <laughs> I'm here, as always, with Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. So no, It's so emergency, we even bought some actual uh, equipment. Broadcasting Gaz, Gaz equipment. has bought the equipment and we <laughs> are yet to pay him for it, but that will come round. <laughs> it's that important. So... Um, uh, before we get into the meat of it, I've just I would like to just briefly read a, a statement to gentlemen and to uh, to anybody who may be listening at home. Um, I would just like to say that in this age of misinformation, fake news, alternative fact, and most importantly, rampant litigation, I would like to prefix this recording and any future recordings by saying to anybody listening that technically speaking, I'm a fucking moron. I don't know anything for sure. I essentially live in a cave of which the walls are constructed by pop culture. I am so unaware of current affairs beyond the headlines and clickbait that nothing I say can be trusted or taken seriously. <laughs> My education has holes in it so big they are sucking in gravity. <laughs> My knowledge of history is on similar shaking gra shaky ground. I use professional wrestling events and movie releases to measure the passing of time. <laughs> and to, watch it all, to top it all off, I recently watched a YouTube video about simulation theory and now I can't say with any real authority whether or not my eyelids are real. I'm uneducated, <laughs> ill-informed and underprepared. Anything and everything I say is to be taken with a pinch of salt so large it could kill a 30 foot long genetically modified slug giant. <laughs> Apart from when I write about something, of course which I probably won't be. This is simply a regular man's attempt to cut through the bullshit with a teaspoon. Essentially, I'm saying that I'm too stupid to sue. So here we go. <laughs> Let's get educated and start this thing off with one big collective cry of allegedly. 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 Mike, don't get sued. Okay. I think and we all uh, agree with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> so if you are listening, keep your shitty comments to yourself because I'm perfectly aware of my lack of of everything that a man needs to be a success. But I don't need you to point it out. Planet X, Ben. It's also worth pointing out, before I jump onto Planet X, right, that none of us are rich enough for you to get anything from. Exactly. We're all poor. I mean, I've got, I've got a few, I mean, I've got a couple of comic books that might be worth over four pounds each. I've got a VHS of the Masters of the Universe. Ooh, hello. I mean, you might I think get... you've just found a buyer for that. <laughs> you might get a hello. I'll give you six quid for that, Mike. Worth <laughs> <laughs> at least seven. <laughs> oh, I thought you were drinking wine from the bottle then. <laughs> that was poor, but it's not that poor. He's not resorted to drinking dodgy wine from the bottle here. Homebrew. Homebrew wine. Made from my own urine. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a bottle of wine this morning. Listen. To some of the YouTube videos I watched, uh, I ended up watching a lot of survivalist videos this morning about how to, you know, I'm jumping ahead, but survivalist videos on how to survive Planet X. Yes, basically, and, and some that were quite vague, but also quite just the tone of them was all just very. They were like corporate, you know, sponsored. It just reminded me of something like from a Robocop movie or something where you know you get right. these. 
Oh, buy your nuclear you know, shelter from Omnicore. Yeah, yeah, your new nuclear bunker. You know, it was just kind of like, you know, um, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. We need to learn some we need, stuff. We need to, I need to hit yeah. you with some knowledge about Planet X. And can we please address at the start, we've mentioned this off mic to each other before, but the name, Planet X. Yeah. Technically, Come Planet on. 9 nowadays. Okay, that sounds better, but... Planet X, why of all the letters? It's just so 1950s sci-fi and it's the Roman creepy. Roman ten. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody told me that. That's why they gave it a really, like... And I was thinking Planet A would be better. <laughs> planet A. Planet A. Hey, Not Planet X. It just sounds... Okay, but it's... It's scientific and logical and, and not stupid. Well, so. no, it's not Thank scientific you. and logical in any way. Well, Roman numerals No, yeah, but it's a dead <laughs> language. <laughs> the only thing we use rock, the only thing we use Roman numerals for nowadays are Rocky films, Star uh, Wars, and yeah. planets. Apparently, um, yeah. Are they still at the end of the credits in TV shows? Like really? Like, no. Oh yeah, 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 but, yeah. Um, Clocks. But speak Planet Ten though, but because we can, we can carry yeah. a name. <laughs> <of things. laughs> Roman numerals is the game. Apart from Roman numerals, what the Romans ever done for us? Them and their damn straight road. I don't know much about Romans, but. So planet ten, but it's planet nine now. Because, Technically, yeah, because yeah. Pluto's not a planet. But did you know that in itself is a conspiracy, so that you can't Google it and you can't educate yourself on it because NASA is suppressing you, Ben. Well, I have been called a dirty yeah. NASA shill in my time. <laughs> You've been well, <laughs> maybe by us, Ben. You're racking him up, man. Man from Britain first. <laughs> You've just been thrown off fucking iTunes. What was the other one? NASA. You've been called a NASA shill. I was thrown at the flat Earth Society. <laughs> 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 Who the fuck gets thrown out of a society full of fucking degenerates and fucking well, well, ben. atheists and, Roman and flat Earth deniers, <laughs> I guess. sensible people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. But, so this all goes back. This whole Planet X, Nibiru, is also its other name. That's the alien name for it. Mm. Comes back to 1995. A woman called Nancy Leader. 1995. 1995. Oh. She's got a brain implant allowing her to talk to aliens, by the way. That's handy. Oh, ben. There were some actual scientists who worked this out. Like 18-something, but they didn't add all the alien bit to it yet. Oh, well, this is the alien bit. Oh, uh, I looked at the alien bit. Oh, OK. Well, see, we, you do aliens first, because I've got the NASA side of it afterwards, Ooh. which is a bit that was getting me a bit down. I'll explain later. So, let's go with this lady. The implant lady. She has an implant, you she see. She has an implant in her brain. She has instantly just got so much more credible. <laughs> <laughs> and who is communicating with her? The, the, the aliens who live on Nibiru, who are known as the Anunnaki. I'm sure you've all heard of them. They're, they're pretty famous mm -hmm. in alien scenes. Mm -hmm. they're, like the, they're like the Guns N' Roses of the aliens. They, they come back now and again. Everyone gets excited. Mm -hmm. Then they don't really do much. <laughs> It really is. Like slavers. <laughs> um, well, they kind of did a little bit. We'll, we'll get to them. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Thank you. I have nothing against our new Anunnaki overlords. <laughs> if you're listening, iTunes. I welcome. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> anyway, she originally said that she's got it in her head that these mm. aliens have told her that it's just going to swing by us on Nibiru, Planet X, okay. Planet 9. We'll just call it Nibiru. Mm -hmm. It's going to swing by us. It is transmitting, oh man, it's transmitting plasmi plasmatic energy particles, which is going to, flow of energy will trigger catastrophic climate change. I'm feeling a bit plasmatic. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, 
she, would, she did say that this would happen in 2003, uh. originally. And then, surprisingly, 2012, because let's face it, if anything was going to happen, it was mm. going to be in 2012. Yeah. Everybody jumped on that bandwagon. Oh, even uh, that, that film was shit, too. Oh, yeah. I don't think I even saw it. Oh, mate, you didn't... I don't really do disaster movies. Yeah, so I, don't, right. I don't mind a good disaster movie, but that wasn't a good disaster mm. movie. Yeah. Uh, so no Poseidon. Oh, it's no Poseidon <laughs> adventure. That's... What is, Mike? <laughs> what is? <laughs> the Poseidon adventure 2 didn't cut it, sadly. Even, it even had Michael Caine. It never, it never did it. It's yeah. Number two. Oh, right. The size of a tangerine. <laughs> what was the second one? Was it a ship again? Yeah, Michael Caine was like a, a leading a gang of thieves. Right. And the boat capsized again. Again. They really should stop calling ships Poseidon. <laughs> if I was him, I would have never got anywhere near a fucking boat ever again with water. I haven't seen Poseidon, so I'm just guessing. You never seen the Poseidon Adventure? No. Yeah, it's all right. Did he drown in a boat? Well, did people <laughs> drown on a boat? Yeah, yeah. And then in number two, he went back on a boat. No, he wasn't in the first one. Oh, okay. I forget who was in the first one. Robert Redford? He does a lot of that, Michael Caine. What, crap films? No, like, well, more specifically, specifically crap sequels. Allegedly crap Allegedly films, crap Michael. Sequels. Sir Michael. Sir, exactly, Sir Michael. <laughs> I'm maintaining my weapon, Sir Michael. <laughs> Anyway, this this crazy I'm gonna call her crazy. <gasps> I'm gonna say that you know she thinks she's talking to aliens. To me, that makes her crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? She put her dogs down in 2003 oh, because man. of this appending disaster. She she took her. Oh, dogs, I was gonna say a lot of people put their dogs, dogs to the vets. I tell you what, I was on her the... side. I was with her all the way until she put on the pets. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so like, dogs would be handy to have in a post-apocalyptic scenario because they'd let you know when raiders were coming. Yeah, but they're also a burden. They you know, need more food. Yeah, but you can I eat, eat them if, if things look too bad. Yeah, no, I would, I'm sorry if my dog's listening. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so, mate. <laughs> things would have to get pretty bad. What's that Will Smith film where he has to kill the dog? It's heartbreaking. It's I an end of the world scenario. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. That, I don't mind admitting. That got me. Yeah, that got me. Um, but why did he have, he had he had a genuine reason for doing it in the movie, though, wasn't it? It wasn't just sadistic. Oh, the, the dog had got the, the vampire it. virus thing. Yeah. He got bit by one of the weird zombie vampire ah. things. I didn't even know what they mm. were. Mutants. No. Heartbreaking. You fuck with a man's yeah. dog in a movie, and it's just. I I would have gone out like, you know, I'd have got as many. You, that would if there was me in the film, then that mm. would have been like uh, you did the montage of going into the weapons locker, strapping <laughs> like grenades to myself and everything, and like Camo. as many guns as I can. Like the Matrix bit where he goes, "Well, we need guns, lots, lots of them," of and guns. the things fly in, and that would then I'd have covered in holsters and guns. Yes. I got on you, vampire motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill the dog. Don't kill the dog. Never kill the dog. Never kill the dog. Anyway, this kind of thing recently, it's mm. been triggered by the eclipse. I didn't see any of it. Okay. Um, mainly because I kept my eyes closed and like certain presidents. <laughs> and it was in the US. It was in the US. So there couldn't be... Was it just in the US? Reason. Was it just in the US? Or could we see a bit of it? Or? You can't see the sun from all over the planet, I'm yeah, sure. So I, I, yeah. I mean, I know I don't have a B in physics, man. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody can't see it at night? <laughs> well, wasn't it? A s- oh, I'm not going to say anything. A, s- a lunar eclipse and a solar eclipse. Is there a difference? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Go on then, Mike. Because I, I know what I know. The lunar eclipse, the lunar eclipse is when the moon goes in front of the sun. So I'm assuming the solar eclipse is the other way around. Yeah. Fantastic. Science. Science. <laughs> Science. Magic. <laughs> Where I come from, magic and science are one and the same. That's from Thor. 
I did a reference. Yeah, <laughs> a science reference. Actually, saying that that third one does look pretty good. It looks fucking amazing. <laughs> um, so anyway, this is now a chap called David Mead. Mm-hmm. He's resurrected this a little bit now because after 2012, everyone must have got a bit disappointed that the world didn't end. I certainly did. Okay. And I um, gotta imagine if the world did end in 2012, we'd have none of this shit. Mm-hmm. None of this shithole the fucking world's turned into in the last five years. 2012 seems like a virtual fucking mm. paradise nowadays. I'm gonna be honest though, I've enjoyed some of the things I personally have done oh, since yeah, 2012, yeah. so I'm, I'm quite glad I'm alive. Um, oh, I love all my personal experience, it's just, you know, the way the world has just gone a bit downhill since. The problem is though, with cataclysms and things like that, is it's not going to specifically wipe out people we think are a bit shit, is it? No. It's going to wipe out without, in, without discrimination and just mercilessly pound us into non-existence. But it would be awesome if it was somehow specifically, you know, like, if your dickhead was there was a direct ratio between how much of a dickhead you are and how much more likely you are to drown in a giant flood. Yeah. There was some kind of science in there. Can we call it the Then I would theory. welcome it, Ben. I'd be out there on my knees fucking playing <laughs> Vinibiru along with everybody else, you know. I don't want to sound a fascist. I'm, I was clearly... Like Independence Day when them protesters are yeah, celebrating the alien. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be up there on ecstasy having the time of my life. But imagine, though... So think about it, though. All right. I'm just thinking out loud now. Those guys on the roof in Independence Day mm-hmm. partying like hell. Yeah, right. They must have been using drugs to be happy in the face of what was occurring. So think about the next day when the come down kicks in. They didn't. And they didn't survive the come down. <laughs> no, but think about. Oh, did they get blown up in the middle? They were the first to go. Yeah. But they must have been. Oh yeah, it comes down. But there must have been some people partying, doing the same Somewhere. thing. Somewhere. Right. Who survived and woke the next day in the ruins of the city of the world. Having a come down. That's the worst come down. Dealing with the post apocalyptic nightmare that you might go. What the fuck was in those pills? I knew I shouldn't have double dropped. Oh, that would be a horrific day. Like, I really need water. Good luck, buddy. How long uh, do you think it'd take you to realise that the art's still on the drugs? Oh, I don't I think it would be quite apparent really quick because would the remaining people, would they be calm and in a daze or would they be rampaging about just wildly? trying to scavenge whatever survived. There'd probably be a few days of shock, wouldn't there? Yeah, just, I think, yeah. Of just lying around. Um, I think two or three days and then the shit would hit the fan. Yeah, you'd end up with people forming into gangs, trying yeah. to get well, stuff and... From the one of the survival videos I watched earlier, if, um, if when it's announced and made official that it's coming, you know, and, um, and you better prepare, Obviously, panic is going to set in, and he, the guy in the video said, if you're one of those people who ends up having to panic buy and all that, well, you've already fucked up, and you're already not going to survive. Um, oh, but what am I going to do? My 47 no. loaves of bread? <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later, because apparently stockpiling stuff isn't necessarily the... It's knowledge, Ben. Knowledge. Yeah, knowledge, i.e. not stockpiling bread. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got a shelf life. <laughs> <laughs> I could freeze it. <laughs> How are you parrying yeah. freeze it? Oh, with a bicycle. Bicycle generator. Yeah, I, I've been, actually, my friend, before I came here, I was telling my friend what we were going to be talking about, and I was saying exactly what I was just saying, we need to accumulate knowledge. Not, and, and I was like, like, how do we make power? And he was like, oh, well, uh, you need an alternator from a car, can, hoping that it survives, attach the fan. Okay, I'm lost already. It charges the battery through like something turning inside. Very oh, technical. I'm so dead. So <laughs> we, we need a fan then, a sort of windmill thing and a bell and it will and it will and then we need two cables 
One to earth, one to... Uh, it's all very... Aren't your power stuff with potatoes? I've seen that. It was on Red Dwarf, yeah. yeah. Eight, eight, that lemons. does actually work, apparently. Eight, eight lemons or eight potatoes, a bit of copper, and you'll get a... I'm not sure how much. I don't think it's enough to power... A fridge. Let's say a fridge or a high-powered dildo, or I don't <laughs> think... Um, uh, is, is powering a high-powered dildo high on the well, post-apocalyptic... Yes, well, clearly, it's very really lonely in the apocalypse. Really, yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking, I'm lonely now. Imagine what it's going to be like when fucking everyone's dead. <laughs> Jesus, there's only so many ways I can masturbate, Ben. Oh, man, as long as the internet's still on. <laughs> it won't be. That's what I'm saying. You won't judge me for my dildo choice. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> that bite like a motherfucker. You'll be so fucking jealous. He gets the on, machine. <laughs> I'm fucking the same silly fucking hand. I'm sick of my hand. And there's Gaz over there with his machine. <laughs> and they cuddle. <laughs> He's drawing a face on it. <laughs> a little beard. It'll be my little companion, my filthy little apocalypse companion. Wow, that got detailed. So um, Until eventually some roving gangs of bandits turn up. Oh, fight them! Fuck! No, they won't take him. And they or they will... kidnap him and I have to go yeah. and rescue him or fight them back. Or they beat you to death with it. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I don't want that. And the final Be- irony. Beaten to death with my own, my own love. Love of my life. Well, I was thinking, you know, this is kind of related. We're, we're jumping all over the place, as usual. Yeah, but, um, yeah. The Nephilim, the, the sort of ones they created... When when they started buffing us, the buffing Anunnaki. Neander- yeah, yeah, when they started shagging the and- the Neanderthals and stuff, and who they created, created, yes, and and then somewhere along the line there was these giant sort of people, the Nephilim, and I was thinking about if I could fuck like a fourteen foot woman, and of course yeah. I would try, I would definitely try, and it suddenly dawned on me that like. Her being 14 foot tall, my penis might not be much of a presence. Comparatively speaking, she's 14 foot tall, for fuck's sake. So I would just use my entire body like one <laughs> giant phallus and I'd dive in like an Olympic diver. Uh, yeah, I On a bungee. Yeah, I could, <laughs> I could, I could satisfy a Nephilim. Yeah. Strap it round the chorus. <laughs> these are the... I actually wrote that bit. That was I made that note. If the these wind, are the things I think about the wind, when you're doing your science. Uh, trouble is, if the wind turns, you're... <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a valid point. Uh, yeah. If the wind turns from the giant wind turbine I've set up, <laughs> <laughs> this is the best accident ever. Uh, no. Where are you going to get that much? Surely you're going to have to lube your entire body, though. Uh, where are you going to get that much lube? She's 14 I can do that. Foot. Oh, no, this was aside. this was before the apocalypse. This was in the good times when oh. they were seeding our planet, and 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 I also heard today that. The ones they left behind, the Anunnaki they left behind to watch over the slaves who ended up interbreeding with us, these guys, are the, they were left behind to keep, a, you know, keep us under control. These are the beginning roots of the bloodlines of the Illuminati and the 1%. That does make uh, sense because they the are. The goat-legged queen. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Have you been on my porn history? <laughs> <laughs> They are tall, fair-skinned, blonde, and blue-eyed. So I mean, oh man, there's a lot. Why is it that everything bad is associated with being tall, fair-skinned, blonde, and blue-eyed? You've not got a good rap in this. Well, I'm feeling pretty bad about myself. Well, I think I think the bad rap comes from in the last sort of fifty years. Or how long ago was World War Two? I'm, I'm not having my ancestors killed. Seventy years. Oh, sorry. Seventy plus, probably now. Now, aren't you all glad I read that fucking statement? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think it's only since the war that they've been looked upon sort of unfavourably. And not all of them are. Everyone loves Swedish people. Well, that's true. Yeah, I love I Swedish know. people are great. I don't we think all love you hear many tall, blonde pygmies, do you? <laughs> I'd marry it if I found one. I don't think I've ever met a Swedish person, but everyone else says they're nice. So. I've met a Swedish person. There you go. Were they nice? Uh, yeah, she was. She was very nice. She's married to a good friend of ours. Well, there um, you go. Who lives in Sweden. And <laughs> there you go. Conveniently bringing it full circle. He said he lived in Nigeria. Ben, that was a wonderful anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. But she was very nice, yes. And very attractive. There you go. See? Very beautiful women probably in Sweden. Probably blonde and blue-eyed. Yeah, never, ki- never put nobody in no chamber. <laughs> Lovely, see? They're nice. They're nice. Not <laughs> all blonde-haired, blue-eyed people I, are evil. I can't help but feel well, that we're getting a bit of a bad rap. I've got to say the Vikings weren't the nicest of people, but... Ah, they had their culture. Hagar the Horrible. He was yeah. a great... Oh, the clue's in the name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that. Shit. Yeah. Anyway, the Anunnaki turned up 450,000 years ago. Mm. They were looking for hydrogen, copper and gold. And that's why they created us. Clay with the flesh and blood of themselves to create humans as a workforce. To mine gold. To mine gold. They wanted gold, they wanted the labour, so they wanted and they wanted the energy. But there's a thought theory they, they feed off human suffering, so they're basically gorging themselves right oh. now. And they like Earth Girls. Hey, they earth girls are easy. Oh, I'm gonna exactly. say like, oh, you beat us over that one. <laughs> Damn. Um, I've literally had <laughs> Nearly two cans, 500ml cans of energy drinks, so um, that's the only reason I was the first one. <laughs> Normally I'm yeah. like two steps behind everyone. I'm on, I'm on Carly, which apparently now has uh, been leaked as weaker than their advertising, so it is more piss-like than, oh. than it has a reputation of being. Allegedly, Carling Brewers. Allegedly, don't ban us. I am drinking my own so. Cheers, lads! Hey, and I'm going to switch to lager in a minute, and there's the ever-present marijuana. Mary Jane, you mean? MJ, yeah. yeah. Sorry, iTunes, if you do. I mean, maybe that. They, did they listen to the whole thing and they think we're encouraging drug use? Cause, just because we do it. Allegedly. Kids. <laughs> Allegedly. Sure we've got loads of love of God, don't copy us. Yeah, yeah. don't copy we've us. We've made bad life choices. Yeah, but you know, if we do an excellent podcast, <laughs> I think you'll agree. Tell your friends. Tell all your friends. <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend. That's how these things build. Um, and, give us, they will come. and give us some fucking money so we can <laughs> afford a bit of foam to go on the end of the microphone <laughs> if you build it they will come I, I just feel it's unnecessary yeah. to see the naked Indians but, crack. I mean yeah we'll, we'll get back on iTunes we'll find out we'll figure it out but, um, so anyway we've got this you know, they are possibly the angels mentioned in the bible mm-hmm. so that ties into the whole Nephilim uh, say that word for me somebody Nephilim Nephilim that's it so I mean, they, they they turn up in a fair few sort of traditions of ancient mm. cultures. The Sumerians, they were they were pretty big. The Akkadians, I've heard that name before somewhere. The Assyrians, they're the Syrians nowadays. And the Babylonians, they were no mugs. They were no mugs. <laughs> <laughs> they had a library and hanging gardens. Babylon. Um, was it Babylon in the library? Oh no, that was Alexander. Oh, yeah. Babylon, the, I mean, they had, well, sure they had a library. They probably did. <laughs> there were no mugs. They made some hanging gardens. <laughs> well, and they built the Tower of Babel. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, wasn't that everybody? I think it was the Babylonians because they wanted to reach God. It's ambitious. I like it. I like but it. God smote them. God no, loves no. a trier. Well, yeah. I've got some things on because it does turn up in, in all of those, apparently, in the allegedly, in the myths of all those ancient cultures. And I've got some of the names, other alternative names that Nibiru goes by. And um, I've got to be honest, I was slightly underwhelmed. Is Nibiru like Prince? 
Yeah, he had some really crap alternatives. So <laughs> some of the other names, um, Marduk. That's crap. Now, the first thing I thought of, this probably says more about me than Marduk, is that Daffy Duck did go to space, didn't he? With that little alien guy. Marvin the Martian. Yeah, but Daffy Duck was there as well, wasn't he? He, he was. They did cross over. Maybe Marduk is somehow named after Daffy Duck. I don't know. Marduk sounds like some right, ultra-right nationalist Welsh bloke. <laughs> the, the next one is awful. Frightener. Which mm. I put sounds like a really shit local wrestler. You know the type. <laughs> he's got a leotard that's second hand and he's fucking, he's overweight and one nutsack is hanging out and it's just, he's awful. He just offends your eyes. Ladies and gentlemen... The Frightener, and he yeah. comes out and he's really trying, he thinks he's scary, and the kids are just, they're, they're just, oh, they feel embarrassed for him. <laughs> Next up, Destroyer, which I put, yeah. sounds like a slightly better wrestler. <laughs> uh, and the last one, Herculobus. That's a great wrestler. I put Mexican wrestler. <laughs> so yeah, Nibiru, I think they stuck with the best gimmick. Nibiru is kind of, because it takes yeah. me a lot to remember a name, uh, and I haven't done that much research on this, and I've got it down. I can say Nibiru, Nibiru, Nibiru. So I think they won uh, with that one. When you see a piercing or atmosphere, you'll never, mm. you'll never forget <laughs> <the name. laughs> but, but it, It's better than fucking Uranus, let's be honest. It, that was dead. That was Anything's better than yeah. fucking Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I, it is. My, my future dildo friend wouldn't agree with you on that. What are you calling a dildo? Um, <laughs> Well, I can... Captain Burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Pleasure. Captain Bumfun. <laughs> Captain, I can't believe the batteries are flat again. We're going to be oh, we're, we're going to discuss that. We're generating power on a bicycle. Yeah, yeah and you're riding the fucking bike, mate. You're going to need a blindfold, probably. <laughs> and <laughs> Or we'll need some really long cables. <laughs> and you're not getting out of it, Mike. No, <laughs> you two are doing it in shifts. You want to share my dildo? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know, I'm going to try and hold out for as long as I can on that front, to be fair. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll find some, someone who isn't mutated horribly or disfigured in a bad way. Maybe I'll just find a shop mannequin and drill a hole. Who knows? Or a nice hollow tree stump. <laughs> hollow tree stump. Hole in a barrel, maybe. Is, who knows? Well, we're working under the presumption that we're still going to be as ridiculously horny as, like, as we are before the apocalypse. Well, what is that really going to be first thing... I mean, it's always the first thing on my mind <laughs> now, but when everything's fucked and I'm just wandering through the wasteland. Like, yeah, I think mutants eating your skin is probably higher upon the list. Yeah, and like, mm. yeah, the, the radiation burns to my skin, the loss of my family, of everyone I know. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably be. I mean, you're even, and if you survive, you're either going to be one of those miracle survivals where you literally not scratch on you from some mad random sequence of events. Or you're going to be carrying some sort of injury, aren't you? And, yeah. And it was pointed out to me today on one of those survival videos, medicine is going to run out very, very quickly. So one of the knowledges we need to have, because we know knowledge is power, is we're going to need to know how to grow things. And, I mean, the only first... He didn't get specifically what I needed to grow. It was a bit of a shit video in that. <laughs> but I, the, my mind went to, well, painkiller, opiate... Puppies, Cannabis, heroin. <laughs> well, we're going to need to know how to grow puppies, but then process them, whatever the chemical process, whatever you have to do to turn that into heroin, opiate, opium for painkiller, I'm forgetting high. Um, 
We're going to need to know. Sure, we'll experiment. Yeah, yeah, I'm willing to try and learn that one. If you guys stick to the sciencey bits, because we're going to need to generate. I mean, do you know how to start a power grid? Like, to, you know. If, if oh, I think I was a mystery. There's a few school. settlements, you know, if we, there was a few of us survivors, you know, like, can we link up the I power grid? I couldn't even light like a fire. I mean, <laughs> man, that was one of the first things that man invented. Yeah. And I still mm. wouldn't be able to do that in the wild. Oh, man, imagine it, because lighters might survive, but the fuel in them will be so, like, if you don't light that fire on like three clicks, it will turn into a fist fight. Like, tension, <laughs> tensions will just be that like, you know, oh man. It's um, I mean, I've done, I've, I've been out, I've, I've done survival as shit. I, I did that, that whole army reserve thing, but I couldn't light a fire with two sticks. You always have fire lighters because it's convenient. Um, you know, I can, I can probably make a shelter. If there's that, anything out there, I to can make shoot it from. stuff if that the opportunity ever arises. I was good at that. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to... I don't know how to skin a goat be... or, a, or, or a deer. I don't know how to prepare a deer for eating. I think I'll just... Uh, I would be useless. I, I, think could I'll just... do, I could probably prepare a rabbit. I know how to do that. I'll gently, gently weep, I think. Just gently weep. But after all that, you think, oh, you know what? Things are a bit shit. Might as well crack one off. <laughs> no. no, it always comes back to this. I think last time we talked about Apocalypse, it's, it was about you hiding under a tin bath. Oh, that's a future episode, actually, because this is the emergency broadcast. Ignore what I just said. <laughs> oh, my God, we just traded our own time paradox. <laughs> <laughs> and you're wearing a two-knitter T-shirt. <laughs> oh, God. That went really loud. We're not used to our, uh, our new... Fancy equipment. Fancy, yeah. Yeah, fancy, fancy equipment. Yeah, would you like to know what NASA says about this? Now, bear in mind that I am a, a, allegedly a dirty NASA shill. Mm, I've got some NASA stuff, so let's get into NASA then. Um, I said I, it funny then, like I was from... Like you were from NASA. NASA. <laughs> um, Here. So basically, NASA says, and I'll, I'll paraphrase it a little bit, just to, to bring in a, a popular comedy of a few years ago, computer says no. Ah, they said well, that. No, but that's me. Uh, they said no because we'd be able to see it if it was that close and it's coming in thirty-three days. We haven't actually gone to David Mead yet, who was mm. saying this is the return thirty-three days after the eclipse. But they haven't always been saying this, which is what I'll get to. But he's also a Christian numerologist, yeah. and whenever you put Christian in front of everything, I immediately think dipshit. And I think that Mead <laughs> is drunk on his own hubris. No, oh, that's. That's a, is that a crown? That's a crown. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was a really clever joke. <laughs> that was like Stephen Fry level. If you listen at home, I hope you appreciate that me and Ben have basically give you... How long have we been going? Oh, 30 minutes. We give you half an hour of cock jokes and wank <laughs> jokes and Mike has just done like a piece of witty satire. Like you said, that was, that was QI Stephen yeah. Fry level. Wow. We're going to do being... something for a more sophisticated listeners now and again. Throw them a bone. We're trying to cater to They don't all want gags. <laughs> Does this mean we're going to start doing episodes wearing smoking jackets? Um, uh, I wouldn't mind a smoking jacket. I mean, it's summer at the moment. But, um, yeah, when winter comes, we'll wear a smoking jacket. And a deer stalker. Yeah. yeah. Well, summer, though, I might branch out into togas. Mm. I've never worn a toga. It's, it's a liberating experience. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it is. Um, See why the Romans are so successful. I'm going to switch to beer. Sorry if you hear this opening, everybody, but it's. Ah. Oh, sorry. Ah! An emergency. Mm. Right. David Mead, he is a Christian numerologist. He claims a solar eclipse on the September 23rd, 20, uh, claims a solar eclipse on August 21st, sorry, 
2017. Mm. The 33 days after the eclipse of the 21st of August 2017, which I did like seeing Donald Trump look at. That and then going, everyone's like, Shoot your eyes! Don't look at it! He's like, ah! I would have laughed my ass off if it had burnt his eyes out. Just see his eyes just popping his head on the floor going, ah! And I just stand over him and laugh. Of course, that will be. The sun is huge. Obviously, eclipse is a fake news because my eyes didn't burn. Eclipses! Eclipses? Mm. Oh, the eclipse is fake news. I thought you said that. fake news. Oh, I thought you said it eclipses fake news. The eclipse is fake The eclipse news. is fake news because he didn't burn his eyes out. Mm. Basically, because he's a Christian numerologist, yeah. he's basically looked in the Bible a little bit and found some appropriate verses that have the number 33 or some reference to an eclipse and then an impending disaster and gone, yeah, that's right. Okay. So would you like to hear the, 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 verse I, the two verses I found? That the book of Isaiah is in the Old Testament. I don't know who Isaiah was, probably a prophet. Mm-hmm. Probably some fucking illiterate sheep herder. I don't know. He says... Could have been a nice guy. He could have been. He could have been. But then again, you know, Probably. maybe not. <laughs> Here we go. Could See... have been a child murderer. Go on. <laughs> See, the day of the Lord is coming. A cruel day with wrath and fierce anger to make the land desolate and destroy the sinners within it. And the rising sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. Yeah, what's exactly? Could be yeah. fucking anything, who knows? Look, no, I'm not going to say, I was going to say it's really stupid there, that we don't get light from the moon, it comes from the sun, Christian knobhead, but we do get some light from the moon. We do, because it reflects yeah, yeah, off yeah. the moon. Yeah. Like college boy. I knew that as soon as I started to say it. But, <laughs> okay, now, there might be some listeners that didn't understand that. <laughs> no, uh, there's a lot of this mythology and Bollocks. Zacharias Ditchin, who, you know, we've got to trust his interpretation of what he found in those clay tablets. And, you know, I'm fairly interested in all that, but what got me very freaked out this morning researching and having a little joint, and I've been a bit ill this weekend, a bit of sort of fever. So I've been in bed not feeling great. And, um, and this started a long time before NASA, in like 1846... Um, some guy called John Gao, John Gore. Um, they basically they were looking at um, at rotations and things, and they worked out mathematically that there should be another planet in this place, and they found um, Pluto. Makes sense. Uh, or Neptune, Neptune, sorry. Uh, and it, Neptune was the first planet to be discovered by mathematical prediction, not by first spotting it and then going, "Ooh, what's that?" Science. Yes, science. Now. Through basically, um, in 1972, NASA launched a satellite called the Pioneer 10, which we've lost contact with now. Um, it's probably a fair way out. And any information that they do have that it gave is still classified. Um, Can I just ask a quick question? Yeah. Is that just drifting out into space, or did they crash it into the planet? And did I, it? And do I don't we... know that. I think it just went too far to communicate with anymore. Because Voyager's pretty far mm. gone now. We've lost it? Voyager. Voyager lost it. Oh, which one was this then? Hang on. It's Voyager One, Voyager Two, isn't it? Voyager's in the heliosphere. Is it to the ghost stars? It's the IRAS satellite that we've lost. Um, but anyway, basically. They were quite... I watched a whole NASA video. Um, I'm not sure of the date on it. Look, 
late 80s, early 90s to me, um, where uh, the guy was very excited about, in sort of the same way that they predicted Neptune, that they were sort of predicting a planet X that yeah. um, that's cycle is so big that we're only going to see it every sort of I should have wrote these numbers down I apologise to the listeners but um, one that we won't see very often at all once in a lifetime the last time was Noah's Ark times <laughs> that's why he needed a boat but um, I, yeah I watched the official video where the guy was like if Planet X is out there we'll find it together or we'll find an alternative explanation for the data we've received that is a fucking direct quote from a guy, an astrologer stood behind a NASA sign. And he's, got, he's got a nerve. Got right? A nerve. Now this is <laughs> an, official, an official video. That's a pun on his name if anyone didn't get that. <laughs> so, oh, but, I thought his name now. Gaul. Gaul. He's got the Gaul, he's got a nerve. Oh. I, I had to pull it out of the bag. On, it was a bit horrible. So, so basically, yeah, and then I watched a supercut. This I was getting freaked out. I watched a supercut of... Of people, there is something out there, right? That they're talking about, like not conspiracy theorists, real fucking astronomers. And what brought their attention to it was there's something, right? What's the last planet? Sorry, I'm gonna be an idiot. Is it Pluto or Neptune? Neptune. Neptune's Pluto's not a planet, planet anymore. So just beyond that is where Planet X or Planet Nine um, resides, and they are, they can't actually see with a telescope. It's too far. They could if they knew exactly where it was. Right. They could pinpoint, and we have something powerful enough to see, but they don't. So they're sort of tracking data and movement from what I could work out. And there, there is something, the other side, that has got other things orbiting it. It's so big it is affecting the orbit. Oh, I have And it is called, theory. this is the official name of it, back in the 1800s. <laughs> I love this. It's perturbing... Neptune's orbit, so it's called uh, Neptune's Perturber. Um, and it's literally having an effect on Neptune's fucking orbit. So by the time it swings round to fucking Earth, okay, uh, it's gonna fuck with it. I our... thought it was Uranus at the. No, there's we, something. We were just trying to figure out what was the ninth planet, and we, didn't, we assumed it was Neptune. Uh, there is something beyond that that is affecting the orbit of smaller things, so it's got asteroids. It could be. I think this is what terrified me this morning. I was thinking it's got. Maybe it's not Planet X because NASA have gone yeah. all quiet on it now. They don't like they like to talk it down now, and and this is a conspiracy theory. But I was thinking today, what if it's just an asteroid that is so huge it's got things rotating around it and it's just thundering no. round like asteroid. If it was a asteroid, it wouldn't be as big as Pluto. Mm, well, well, if it's the size of fucking Pluto, well, it'd be a dwarf planet then. Well, it's a, well, right, it's still fucking. Out an asteroid there. is irregular. And the bigger something gets, the more spherical it becomes because it can hold more gravity mm. so it can well, turn itself into a ball. There is something. But there is a theory that we actually live in a binary star system. Two star system. Yeah, and this other star is like so far out and only comes comes around so mm. many... But stars don't move, years. do they? No, they rotate around each other. Mm. Well, basically, we're around not going to know because this orbit of whatever's out gravity there... Gravity well, or whatever you would call it. It's so huge... It's only going to... I should have wrote the numbers down. But it, I, for some reason, I've got 30,000 years or maybe 300,000 years, something like that in my, I heard along the, the videos I was watching. So basically, and that belt, I wrote the Van Damme belt, as in Jean-Claude Van Damme. I know that's not true. Well, what is it called? Van Allen. Van Allen belt. This, when this object, whatever it is out there, is huge, 
comes around, it might temporarily knock out the Van Damme belt because it's gonna it's fucking with um, Neptune's orbit right. already. It's gonna come around, knock out the belt for a brief window, but that window will be long enough for either the sun to scorch the entire Earth to fucking back to nothing or to freeze ice ages, flood. It's gonna create earthquakes, cataclysms, fuck without gravity. It's gonna be absolutely fucking devastating which is where the conspiracy theory comes in why was that guy you know back in the day like hey we'll discover it together <laughs> and now they're going all kind of a little bit quiet on it is because in my opinion if you think about it if that because there's all the conspiracy theorists even trump are coming out aren't they he's into this saying that look it's being repressed this is a fuck this information is being repressed because i think if we knew if you knew yeah it's happening because apparently it could be happening on September the 23rd. And as we record this, the date is... August uh, 27th. So if we knew it was coming, things would get pretty fucking hairy. And I wouldn't real, have worked. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. I was thinking, would you, what would you do? Carry on with... Even if you knew it was coming in like 50 years. What, I mean, would you, could you, how would you consciously, psychologically cope with that? You know, could you carry on with your day to day and think oh, I'll be dead in fifty years? Or we probably will be. So it yeah, varies yeah. people to people, doesn't it? But like, if you knew some it was, will, some if you knew freak it was out. a year, if you knew it was two years, basically they can't afford, can they, to ever let that knowledge come to mass? So they wouldn't tell us, would they? Yeah, and the birth rate would drop right off because no one's going to have kids. If you know the world's going to end mm. in fifty years, yeah, and but exactly. then everyone would still be having it off. A lot yeah. because the world's no, ending. So yeah, we just. You, you, you can't I think my depression yeah. would kick in. To be honest, my, even if if I had a girlfriend, um, oh, I haven't mentioned have I yet. Yeah, we've been recording over half an hour. My girlfriend left. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so tragic. <laughs> uh, um, we, well, we're still talking. <laughs> on the, uh, anyway, can I uh, can I go for a piss? Yeah. Piss yeah. break. Piss break. We are back. We're back. Um, so yeah, NASA. There was a guy. Um, Robert Harrington, who was a NASA astrologer, who was um, one of the guys talking about there being data and evidence to suggest the existence of an unknown, undiscovered planet, or dwarf planet, or just something huge out a there. A big ass rock. Yeah, and he he um, developed a very rapid cancer and and died, which is within the realms of normal possibility but it's a bit dodgy isn't it it's a bit fishy not the first time it's happened yeah lots of scientists apparently there is you can literally google scientists who've died in mysterious mysterious uh, circumstances and there's a huge list like they think they're killing off all the um, alternative therapy doctors and all that yeah what you mean like the homeopathic yeah Yeah, 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 well yeah uh, <laughs> I, got, I haven't really got, they're not really doctors are they they're just um, idiots they're just well, a lot of con no, artists they're snake, can, mer- yeah, snake oil merchants kill the ones trying to sell it the the charlatan level but then if there's people doing genuine breakthrough research into it uh, don't kill them let them do the research and work out if there is any use to any of it um, but obviously somebody was getting close this NASA guy was getting close and something that I thought was 
weird was that on the um, a lot of the survival well basically all the survival videos that I watched today one of the first things the video said was please subscribe to my channel yeah. well, what's the fucking point of that? <laughs> because that's what's going to keep him going <laughs> he's going to be sat there with his broken computer his mm. broken webcam and he's going to convince himself he's putting mm. that show out every week oh, fuck oh, I've just realised who we could we need to speak to Major Tundee. Uh, <laughs> he has the best vantage point of anybody. Yeah, yeah. It's a font of all knowledge. He's going <laughs> to see Planet X way before... Anyway. And to be honest, I hope this doesn't sound offensive, but all this Nibiru and that, that sounds like quite an African-sounding sort of name. Do you think Maybe he'd be a great ambassador? I think, no, I think he might have a better chance of communicating with them. And, and we didn't touch on the fact, because this is where I got freaked out, you see, um, is that all that mythology stuff to me just sounds slightly just ridiculous and the NASA stuff is terrifying but the idea that they were here for the gold now and they needed it to seed a gap in their atmosphere with gold with gold yeah yes. apparently they had, a they had a nuclear war and climate yeah. change and their planets Nibiru is a bit shit apparently mm. a bit shit I mean they gold, live for gold are solid so what what yeah, but they, they, use they, they use powder. it as part of their technology they turn it to powder uh, Mike and they lace the area of their atmosphere that has the hole in it, and, uh, and they get a few, yeah, they get a few thousand years. Um, I mean, I don't know. If Every time it swings around to Earth, it's exact. Yeah. Um, and they, and this is the other well, thing. Well, they've nixed one of gold now. What, what, no, what are you going to do? Hang on. Gold left. But hang on. We have to use peanut dust. I'm confused. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. So if Planet X destroys us and fucks us up, how the fuck then did the Nibiru get here to mine the fucking gold? Yeah, because all it's doing, if you think about it. It's swinging that close to us, so it's wiping the slate clean, isn't it? We're mm. gone, like climate change. Whoever's left is going to be fucking forced down a gold mine, mm. right? Then they'll just make some more of us, won't they? And then it'll go go around full circle again. So human civilization is in fact just one long fucking reset oh, button. But if you're down the same gold mine as me, you know you're going to hear. Gaz, <laughs> we're supposed to be mining gold. The Nibiru nine foot supervisor is going to be here in a minute. And how do I explain that we are way under our quota because you won't leave that fucking mechanical dildo alone? And I'm sick of riding this bike. Five more minutes. Alright, I'm fucking alien, alien coming down in a fucking kick our asses. You mean me, not me, mum. <laughs> uh. Well, you know, I'll have to entertain myself somehow. But that's quite bleak, isn't it? That, yeah, we'll have to go down the mine. Well, I thought I'd found a, a hole in their mythology then, because I was like, well, if it comes that close, it causes earthquakes and makes it uninhabitable for the for a while. You know, what fun is that? You know, it's like going on holiday and it pissing it down. And it, oh, no, it's like going on holiday to somewhere, you know, Thailand, and there being a, typh a, a tsunami or something, isn't it? It's you mean like, like what happened? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise to anybody who was affected by it. The thing I couldn't remember that happened in... I'm sure that was horrible for you. But anyway, my point is... I haven't got a point. <laughs> <laughs> is, it's, is it like... What you're trying to say is... It's not... It's going to be shit. I'm way. trying to say it's fucking bollocks. <laughs> NASA, yeah, there's something out there. No, they, I'm terrified that there is something that NASA is freaked out about. So freaked out about it that they stopped talking about it. Right? I'm worried about that. I think this Zachariah Stitchin's um, mad... Well, not mad. I'm not so, I shouldn't say that. It, he, we've got to trust his interpretation of what is essentially 
scratchings, etchings, scribblings into clay tablets that he found. And from this, and I know, yes, I don't know, I didn't read much about it, but people can educate me that there's evidence of this myth in the Bible and in even older things before that. But isn't there evidence of the same thing as Jesus in way older religions and they just ripped yeah. it One off. of the first thing Martin realised is to imagine the end, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just a natural thing. No, it's a natural part of humanity to add a narrative to everything because mm. it enables us to to understand exactly. things. We attach meaning and we create stories. The idea of, you know, the oldest religions we know about, they think, don't they, that it was based on the sun coming up every yeah. day and going down because they didn't understand why that was happening. They attached a story to it. It gave the it meaning. They could lies. understand they, they, it. They took 80,000 hearts a day from right. prisoners they yes. captured. <laughs> I've never heard. It sounds like a wild night in yeah, all fairness. Well, and now I am a sort of, you know, I'm kind of been... I do believe in a bit of the evidence for ancient um, disasters and catastrophes, and I believe, like we were talking earlier, that yes, every however many thousands of years, something happens and wipes us out. So maybe somebody's had to attach story and meaning to that, the survivors, this Nibiru, this, all this. Maybe it's just something giant. There's no aliens on it at all. It's just a giant thing that every few, however many tens of thousands of years, swings by us, and the resulting effect on our orbit wipes us out. How big is this thing meant to be? Oh, it's like ten times the size of, of Earth. It's like huge. I'm trying to tell you, we can't see it. We, if I heard today, I heard today that if we knew exactly where it was, we could pinpoint a telescope to it and see it. But basically, they have no idea exactly where it is. But I get what you're saying. If it's, but then, is if it it's black? It's... If it's black, that might be a problem. Mm -hmm. If black is a bit of a natural camouflage in space, yeah, it doesn't help. I watched well, one video that said we'll be able to shine light off it, will it? Sorry, I saw one video that did say we would, but this was one of them Fox News type. You know, oh, man. it was saying that conspiracy theorists say that uh, um, a meteorite the size of the Rose Bowl. I guess that's a stadium somewhere. That's literally yeah. what he said, and we'll be able to see it. Um, I mean, well, if we're able to see it, we'll also be able to see the fucking massive waves <laughs> protruding up and the yeah. scram splitting in the distance and the fucking cats all going... Yeah. It's, yeah. Fuck. And I hate how they use the term conspiracy theorist. Yeah. That was coined by the CIA. Mm. Misinformation. It's ironic that Fox News are using the term conspiracy yeah. theorist when mm. they peddle more shit than any conspiracy oh. theorist going. It's just like a, a catch-all... Allegedly. It's allegedly a well, no. This isn't fucking allegedly. I tried watching that Fox News and a bit of my soul died. <laughs> I'm gonna have. I'm now. I'm gonna have some courage of my convictions, and I'm gonna state that I've literally forgotten what I was. <laughs> I just fell down a weed hole there. What were we on about? Planet X, Nibiru. Oh no, yeah, no. I'm gonna stick by. It. I genuinely think this is true. Uh, conspiracy theory is a massive umbrella catch-all term that is way too big. Because I may, I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I may have said this previously. But the problem with it is, is that under the term conspiracy theorist, you can have someone who firmly believes that the CIA um, and they traced it. Like I read an entire book by a guy called Gary Webb who traced the money, the fact that the CIA sold drugs to the Contras to fund, and they also sold drugs to uh, gangs in LA during the 80s, creating the crack academic in yeah. Los Angeles. It's all provable with yeah. paperwork and interview, and he's double-tapped, you know, shot himself apparently twice. Oh, the drug that, was invented, Now, see, see, that's a real-life conspiracy, yeah. but that, I'm lumped in, 
under that umbrella term with the man who thinks that the chemtrails seed us with microscopic <laughs> spiders which will eventually grow and then come out of his pores and his skin and, um, and eat him. Yeah. yeah. Now, where's the motivation for that on the people doing this? Is it the spider uh, people or <laughs> well, uh, have the spider people infiltrated British Airways? The Illuminati I mean, have realised that spiders are, are man's biggest fear. But you see, what I mean, we're all lumped in, in the same. Because my favourite conspiracies really are the less otherworldly and, and are the more like you know the CIA are a dodgy, dirty, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. iTunes is beautiful, um, and they're not corporate bastards controlled by the CIA at all. Nope, love them. Love you. <laughs> Love Steve Jobs. Um, uh, yeah, so that's the problem. And this, and there's, and we're, this is a perfect subject to see the problem. You've got the myth, the story, the, the legend, the legend, the man, the myth. And then you've got actual NASA videos and astrology charts and satellites and things. And, and somewhere they're all lumped in and... And I, I mentioned while the mic was off that there's videos apparently during the eclipse of you could see Planet X right there, big red, you know, ball. Oh, I saw then, it. It was like a yeah, small but shadow. Then lots of photographers and people like just chimed in underneath. Yeah, that's lens flare. That's what happens yeah. when you point it straight at the sun. Like, yeah. you know. Um, also, if you could see it in the camera, you'd be able to see it right now. Well, maybe or someone with a telescope maybe something somewhere. to do with UV. Maybe it's something to do with if it, yeah. But if it's atmosphere. that close, it's cropping up. Then I'm pretty sure. I suppose someone, we can see the moon. Someone with a telescope somewhere has gone. Oh, look at that. Mm. Yeah, because we can see other planet. We can see Jupiter and stuff. Yeah. But as I understand it, I'm going to sound really dumb now. Well, maybe not. But so, sun's in the middle. That's correct. And then the planets are each further and further out on a bigger circle around the sun so this is right out there yeah it's always kind of the same distance so it's to do with where the other planets are aligned as to us being able to see it if you see what i mean because we're not all moving around we have a geocentrical so everything just goes around in a big circle oh is it Ah, in a vera is meant to be on like an elliptical one Ah, so it's swinging in through the solar system every so many years that's why it's very rare that this Thing because there is there line. is a point in our mm. solar system when Neptune is closer than Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, last time you were trying to put caveats in my Uranus, no. and, and now I'm trying to put Neptune. Now it's a planet, <laughs> Mike. I think you've stepped up too quick. <laughs> Typical bloke. Do you know what I mean? Give an inch, you know, because you want to ramp it up straight away. Man. No. Um, yeah. So that's the t- the scary bit to me that it, that NASA. Why would they even? Talk back in the day, or con- you know, even entertain this idea. If, if well, we live in the post truth apocalypse that they have to come out and, mm. and denounce this drivel. I mean, it's the fact that they had recently they came out and had to declare that there wasn't a child slave colony on Mars. Are you sure of that though? And that's thanks to mm. Alex Jones spreading that or the guest mm. on his show. Well, but my point is, maybe it's not they're having to denounce all this cons- this stuff that's saying it in September in a few weeks we're all dead. I think NASA do think there's something out there, but maybe I don't think maybe they're thinking it's coming in freaking, you know, a few weeks. Uh, I think they're keeping quiet on it because I think now they would like to really find out. There's there's too I watched too many videos today of them. So, but, but, something out there, man. So but, what you're saying is a first for the show so far, where one of us has actually gone. You know what? I think there's something to that. Mm. I do not to the. I do. I think there's Nibiru and Nephilim and all that. I think that's all absolute fucking tosh. 
and we're relying on basically a couple of people's interpretations and translations. Do I think there's possibly a planet on an elliptical, did you call it, orbit yeah. that we only see? That, I think there's something to that. I really do. Yeah, there's a possibility. Um, and I just hope we never find, I just hope it's not in our lifetime. Um, and sorry for the suckers whose lifetime it is in, especially <laughs> if you don't know how to power your dildo from a, an alternator <laughs> from a car. <laughs> Sucks for you. Can't um, help but feel we've become slightly fixated on this dildo. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, I'm lonely. Um, but yeah, so, but the, the, Nef, the Nibiru and all, I just can't see it. Um, but then maybe... Maybe there is some truth to that, the seeding of the... But maybe it didn't come from Planet X. Maybe they were just interdimensional or something, you know. Maybe the two are not related. Maybe they are, but... Uh, we'll find out, won't we? Basically, if it's true, we're going to find out. We'll find out on the, tw- yeah. on the 23rd of... 24th of... Apparently. 23rd of September, yeah. Yeah. That's when we'll find out. Maybe we'll do... Maybe we should do an emergency broadcast maybe we should do a Facebook live broadcast we will be broadcasting like. during the apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> well you know what a way to go down man like, holy get- shit what's <laughs> that in the sky <laughs> it was like, all true are you picking it up on the microphone we like, <laughs> like fallout we one of the radio stations <laughs> oh man does that mean we have to play 50s swinging jazz <laughs> I quite like the soundtrack on that I fucking hate jazz I do you know the only time I like jazz is when, because um, I used to love in the A-Team, because I have seen almost every episode, uh, when Hannibal is about, thinks of a mad plan, mm, and he's getting a yeah. bit, whoa, he's getting a bit, a bit, a bit, whoa, thinking out the box, Mr. T would say, he on the jazz, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was when that Hannibal was like possibly a cocaine addict? Uh, I never thought of it that way, I just think uh, it meant he's a bit, you know, all over the place, but... Yeah, okay, it might mean he maybe, had something. Maybe he had like he a little thing around his It was neck, the 80s. And he was like, you know. <laughs> right, I've got this fucking plan. Mr. T, get my wash kit, tape some toothpaste inside the van. <laughs> my friend, you, you go with the bad guys, slap it, or squirt it <laughs> in their eyes. You know, we can shoot, we can fire wildly at them while they run around in a circle. Dude, you would have to be on drugs to come up with some plans. There's an episode where they hide in a barn and they construct a high powered, like, fan machine that blows out cabbages that like, they're just taking guys out with cabbages to the face like, the fuck did he smoke that morning <laughs> he on the jazz man oh, I think Mr T actually is really, really concerned about how he was spiralling drug addiction like, and that's why he's like quite tetchy all the time he's, he's a bit of a tetchy figure isn't he he's like I've got a drug addict on my left a womanizer on my right and the fucking insane asylum escapee yeah. is flying the plane <laughs> And Sometimes wo- he drives the van. And you're wondering why I don't want to get on the yeah, plane. Why I'm stressed. Right? Why I don't want... Why, I think Mr. T is the most normal in that group of people. Yeah. He's the sanest he guy there. Yeah. We just, we and he's out. like... He's, he's effectively their carer. Mm. And they're a bunch of Vietnam vets on a fucking day trip. And he's like helping them. <laughs> right? Through their PTSD. <laughs> That's maybe the route... The Shit! Subtext. I think I'm just going to be 18. That's why no one ever dies. That's why no one dies. Because Mr. T sets it up. Mr. T sets it up, gets his mates, oh come on, I'm taking the guys out this weekend. You know, just dress up in them that Colombian drug dealer gear <laughs> and just fire some AKs in the air and we'll make a machine that fires cabbages at you. No one will die, yeah. it'll be fine. And, and later on, we'll tie them up with rope. Yeah. And it'll be fine. Yeah, well, I'll take them off in the van. You guys untie yourselves. Jobs are good. It's all part of their therapy. It's all part of yeah. their therapy. I think you have just... Cause I think I'm just even, the nail the fucking head. You really have. Even the face, man, think about it. He's that, a sex addict. That amount of womanising, he's trying to, you know... 
he's a broken person who mm. can't find comfort, even with the most beautiful women in the world, you know. And he's got that reporter woman, Amy, who shows up now and then. Yeah. Not she's lovely, down to her, gorgeous, but he just can't accept the love. And so even he, even the face man is broken from his, his Vietnam experiences. Yeah. You weren't there, man. <laughs> you weren't there. So I've, uh, no, I've no doubt that he actually lost his, his great love in Vietnam. Maybe a Vietnamese oh, prostitute who was firebombed. Probably saw her in the, uh, literally flesh melt in front of his face. strike on a village. She uh, was there, long place, long time. That's and, just, he, and he had to steal a white Corvette with a red stripe. Of course, and better. a firebird on the bonnet. <laughs> and you know that's why he's a womanizer now because he knows that no woman will ever match <laughs> what he lost. Yeah. Oh. Wow, this, who knew that there was such a, de- a deep, <laughs> a depth to a the deep tragic core to the 80s? Yeah. But to be fair, though, did you ever see like the final few episodes? Like, it went Someone all fucking died. serious. Someone yeah, died. Yeah. Someone actually died in the last episode. Wow. The colonel who was chasing yeah. him down, wasn't they it? They went to court and they literally, they're like, um, you see them having flashbacks and stuff when they're like waiting to go to court and that, they're all in their military uniforms and stuff. Like, yeah, it ends like quite... Uh, hmm. Bleak. Um, well, just, it just goes, turns to a... a Actual drama rather than um, like sort of comedy action type, you know. The one line has stopped oh, that man. episode. Yeah, but man, long live the A team. Uh, there's some channel on Freeview. Uh, Spike TV. It. There you go. Um, I know that because they also show TNA wrestling. Hey! <laughs> so. Um, or oh, Global Force Wrestling. Whatever the hell yeah, it is whatever nowadays. It's called now. But, um, yeah, A team for the win. And it, yeah, do you guys want to give your opinions on uh, Planet X? Well, I think that if you're a woman who says she has an implant in her head or a man that describes himself as a Christian numerologist who essentially makes a living through reading the Bible and picking out numbers, um, that's your fucking job. I'm not trusting you to predict the end of the world. Mm. And if, you've got a, if you're claiming you've got an alien implant in your head, but yet you won't let anyone do an MRI scan on you to see if there's an alien implant in your head, yeah. I think you're just a massive attention seeker. Yeah. Killing your dogs? Hmm, I think you're probably mentally ill as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what concerns you at this David Mead guy, more than anything, is that he has really sold himself short on getting the book sales in. What? Because you think about it, his book hasn't been that long. He's not mm. going to see paperback sales for six months. He's not yeah. going to see hardback sales for under 18 months. <laughs> He's, the world does end. What's he achieved out of all this? Nothing. He tried to warn us. He, 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 and no one, and no one will remember his legacy yeah. because we'll all have been smushed by tidal waves. That's Some of us will be working in the gold mines and we'll remember. I'll be busy. <laughs> <laughs> But what would, you have, what would we have done to prevent it anyway? What can we do to prevent it? If it's going to happen, no, it's going to happen. I, I don't think that guy's information is credible because, like, Mr. Robert Harrington, God rest his soul, the, the NASA astrologer, he was fucking suicided with cancer. You know, he Not was really first. trying to let people know. And he wasn't talking about aliens and gold seeding. He was saying there's a fucking planet on a fucking weird orbit that we only see every now and then, and it might potentially be dangerous for us so maybe we should look into it and stop building fucking nukes give me some of that let's build a f- build science build machines that could fucking help us find out a giant ass bunker would be mm. nice then maybe we could do something maybe we can nuke it out of fucking orbit or something I don't know maybe we could Superman you know <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, that, you know that like if, if the, every company if, if that thing was coming at us right and mm. we're like okay last ditch plan 
we're gonna fire every single nuke the planet has at it in an attempt to just break it into fucking. I'm saying that breaking it into pieces is actually worse because then you get turn one di- uh, one massive falling object into a lot of falling. Hopefully objects. they all avoid us. Yeah, we can do it far enough out, you know, uh, Armageddon style, the old the old yeah, zero yeah, yeah. barrier. It'll spread. Wait, there you go, Armageddon. Right. Shout yeah. out to Bruce Willis. Yeah, oh, yeah is that the one he's in? Yeah, it is. Yes, yeah. Like, the one was deep yeah. impact, and that was terrible. Ah, yeah. Elijah Wood was in that. It was fucking awful. Was he? Don't wanna miss a thing. Especially that fucking giant asteroid in the sky. Yeah, it's a terrible joke for a terrible movie and a terrible song. You know what? It was an awful song. (laughs) I hate it. Yeah, it's disgusting. It was was non-play for like two years. Constantly, it makes me want to punch myself. (laughs) And you know, it's like impossible to punch yourself as hard as you can in the face unless there's something really psychologically wrong with you. Something will stop you right at the end. (laughs) Not saying that there might have been a time and a bet Talking to someone where I tried to prove this, you know, it is really hard to actually smack yourself. Um, but that song, I, yeah, I could, I could put myself out. It's oh, and Aerosmith had got some. No, I'm not going to get into that. No, but, I saw, I saw them download and left after 45 minutes. Ah, um, they were looked like five tired old men going to the motions on stage, and as soon as their farewell tour, mm-hmm. I expected a little bit more. And can I? And um, yeah, but you're not really a fan. I'm not. Yeah, but hang on, I'm like a few songs. And then no, really can, I, can I contrast that with I was at Download the year previous and Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. who were slightly younger but not by much. Bruce Dickinson had just beaten throat cancer or tongue, some kind of. You know, his voice, everything's affected, yeah, right? If you seen them play the way they, yeah. they uh-huh. never stop moving, no, ever. Don't. And they're they old boys, and there's like five of them, and like they never stopped. And he flew the fucking 747 yes, plane does, yeah. to the fucking gig, so every other band can just... Whatever style of music, whatever, just bow down to Iron Maiden. It would have been Maiden. awesome, wouldn't it? They, just all cheering Iron Maiden, you see this Boeing do a crash yeah. land. Oh, no. <laughs> emergency <laughs> land, like. No. Uh, emergency just, land. He, oh, in, 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 in a cleared area. Yeah, in a cleared area. area. He'd have to cheer in. My few people get sucked into the engine, but we don't mind. That gives us the confetti. And when the blood splatter comes out in the shape of Eddie's face. But no, do you know that he did? And they just slide down on that inflatable thing, guitars in hand. But he did land a plane. How metal is this? He was flying the Baron, the red, you know, the little two-wing... It's a famous old plane. The Red Baron plane, the triplane. He either owns the original or a replica or some... He was out flying it for fun, for himself. Going to a bit of spot of bother, had to do a bit of an emergency landing at some random airfield. There he is, just the lead singer of Iron Maiden. He just beat cancer, fucking lands his emergency landing plane, just jumps out, do you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't get any more... And there's an amazing picture of him on the runway in his pilot's captain's uniform, <laughs> leaning out of the plane, which the 747, which is carrying his band and crew and all the equipment, and it is branded with his band yes. on the side of it, and he is leaning out of the cockpit window, throwing up the devil horns. <laughs> Try as you, every other band out there in the world, I don't, people look at metal like it's a bit naff or something if they're not into it. Fuck off. No one on this earth will be in a band as Fucking awesome as that, yep. where the fucking singer is that metal. So yeah, that's my own maiden rant. Have, have you ever seen the, I watched a good documentary, it was the Rock in Rio documentary, mm. 
and like they're going around South America culminating in Rio. Man. No one's gone, but the fucking the, the fans are fever. They are camping out. Even in India, they're getting beaten up by the police mm. for sleeping rough, and they still go back and take yeah. their place in line. Yeah. And and then they are going nuts. That's dedication, right? Yeah. And you're talking the mega stadiums out there. You're talking like 150,000 people, 200,000 people in a park. Yeah, man. Oh man, it's, it was it was, and they were all such. And they always send the drummer out, Nick McBain. Yeah, he's, he's at the public. He's, he's, he does the. Oh, he's oh, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Bay, did he? I'm like, Bay, did he? Is he like Bears? But he's a cheeky talented guy, isn't he? Yeah, but it's undeniably talented. I watched that dude, and he's in his 60s, isn't he? Just turned 60. I suppose he played for just under two hours, maybe two, maybe a little bit longer. And Iron Maiden songs have got quite a bit of drumming involved, you know? like Yeah, yeah, they are. The fitness on those guys, the core, the energy, just, yeah, amazing dudes. They must have some Nephilim blood in them. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. We had a, we had a tangent. Your, we need well, I just want to say what a damning indictment it is on our society, our culture, and our education, that people believe this shit. <laughs> Which bit, though? Which well, bit? Well, well, the, the bit that the, the prophecy, the 23rd of September, right. what we're talking about, isn't it? Yeah. The Nibiru is going to collide with our planet. And it's going to destroy us. And it's just... How do you feel about the NASA, about the possibility that there is something on a different orbit that we only see? It's quite possible. But I, I, I don't think... I think he was that think... close to be able to... We'd know yeah. to no, right but now. do you not I think mean... that even if it's... From what I was hearing today, that it doesn't even... That passing by so close, you know, that we'll be able to see it. And like, ah, that's kind of the conspiracy theory. I, I was just hearing that just it's... It knocking out the Van Dam belt, sorry, mm. just that knocking that mm. out. It won't. We won't be able to see. It'd still be fucking miles away, but it's just because we're not used to it being there. Yeah. It just when it does pass and it lines a certain way, just that that could be really fucking unhealthy for us, and that could be the well, thing. It's quite possible, but what the fuck we're gonna do about it? Well, like I said earlier, if it's true, we're gonna find out, but. I agree. I'm, we're on the same page. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Calm down, science boy. I'm agreeing with you. The, I just got the, stuck this fucking nonsense. The, the Nephilim and all that. I said that shit's bullshit, but I'm giving you the fucking science people. The actual astrologers, science people are fucking saying they're not talking about aliens and gold seeding and and and, and Neanderthal raping. They're literally okay. Yeah, There's okay, something out we'll there, man. start seeing the effects first. You'd see. Uh, Neptune come out of its, uh, its orbit it's happening Uranus. it's being perturbed man well <laughs> when it is perturbed then it's perturbed <laughs> bro trust me <laughs> Neptune is perturbed um, well, when Jupiter gets perturbed <laughs> then it's time to panic yeah then it's time well, to that's panic our, that's our Captain America shield isn't it Jupiter, Jupiter. let's hope he just hits Jupiter on the way through yeah. that's all I can say well I think Nibiru bollocks planet 10 or planet 9 whatever the fuck it's called a distinct possibility it's because a possibility. people are a lot smarter than me no offence, lads, or you two, who dedicate their lives to it, are saying that there is, there's definitely an, an extra planet on a different orbit that we haven't... That, I can't say definitely, there well, may no, be another, maybe. Definitely maybe. The data that they're receiving is suggesting. Excuse <laughs> me. So, to sum it up, aliens, bollocks, Nephilim... I think we can. I think we got then to the same. A woman with an implant in her yeah. head, bollocks. Christian numerology, bollocks. Yeah. Um, um, maybe another planet. Who can say? Will it be in thirty-three days? 
we'll, well fucking if we, find we, out. Well, if we're going from the Old Testament, then probably not, in all fairness. Mm. Let's face it. Now, um, give me one biblical prophecy that's come true. Oh, hang on. No, it's not. I'm not going to give you that. Hister. Oh, no, that wasn't. Yeah, that no, was not not on those lines, though, that I listened to a, uh, a Johnny Cash song. It, oh, trust me, it's not a tangent. It's connected. A Johnny Cash song that uh, I hadn't heard because there's a, a period in the 90s where he was a kind of career was a bit yeah. yeah before yeah. his resurgence as the super cool Rick Rubin produced and he did a song called By the Book and I really like it because it's just got it's just a good song but then lyrically I was listening to it and it, it's another one of his religious songs that he's basically saying that everything's going by the book because it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse I understand like that like the book says it's end times are coming shut out everybody it's going by the book it's yeah. so um and I was the reason I thought that was relevant is because I have had a bit of an end times feel just lately. I haven't been able to do much of the news and things because of what's happening in America. The you know, I'm quite angry at both sides. I think everyone's a bit of a tosser in this situation. You know, it's just. It, Are you taking drum stance? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm not. But I really this antifa thing. Here's my problem. Okay, we might as well because everyone's saying the world's going to end in a few. Not everyone. The people who got us to pick this freaking subject. Why we're doing an emergency broadcast. Okay, my problem is with Antifa, which I only learned today is uh, anti-fascists. Great name. Yeah. Okay, anti-fascist. The whole hashtag punch a Nazi. I like that hashtag. Wait, though. I get it. I get it. And it is funny, the clip of that guy getting It punched. is funny. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. But let's be theological for a moment. Okay. If we can. We'll try. If we're capable. Um, but shutting down somebody else's voice because you don't agree with their ideology through violence is in itself a fascist act. Of course it is. Yeah. So. Hypocrisy. If it's funny, it might be funny, but it's bollocks. Don't. Don't. And I think in the interest of fairness, because I'm not happy with some of these anti... They smashed up some people's business. They just, you know... It, don't shout no, at me on the internet. They're yeah. as bad as them. They're as bad as them. But this, also so, remember that you have like, you don't just have the, it might be the genuine mm. core of the Antifa, mm. but then you have like these anarchists who tag on along with it uh, because they just, like, they're group. just looking for a bit of a fight. And it mm. goes, and it, that does happen with both. Some people just turn up because they want to cause a bit of shit mm. and they attach themselves mm. to a side. But, so, so, but sadly, most of the people are probably there protesting genuinely in a yeah. peaceful protest. But it only takes yeah. the few. But my to to make things in the interest of fairness, because I, I don't... Okay, hashtag... Well, fairness, I mean, let's face it, mm. you're, you're you're using violence against Nazis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get, listen... They're quite violent people. They're, they're, yeah, they're, you know, so, that, is their, that is their fucking religion, isn't it? It's violence. But, That's how they... Fascists, how fascists get over I there. I cannot believe I'm in, in the their, position of... You get over their sexual impotence. I, I can't believe I'm in the position of defending a Nazi. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, it, yes, but if they were protesting peacefully, as disgusting as you are with their views, if they were being peaceful and non-violent, you don't have a right to be violent to them. And some people are saying that you do, because their views are so disgusting. Well, but I'm trying to keep this funny, so if... Let me... Instead, hashtag punch a Nazi, okay, that's mm -hmm. out there. But I want to redress the balance a little bit because I don't agree with Should some Should be hashtag hug a Nazi? No, no, no. <laughs> We're going to come up with a hashtag for every different group because we can't just go around punching people because we no. disagree with them like it's an episode of WWE Raw. So, hashtag punch a Nazi. Hashtag slap a snowflake. Hashtag TKO a Tory. 
Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Total technical knockout. Uh, hashtag leg sweeper laborite. Um, no, leg dropper labor. Oh, leg dropper labor. There you go. I mean, yeah. we can't go. I mean, leg, dro- leg dropper lib dem is better. There you go. Leg yeah. drop. Oh, we could lynch a lib dem. No, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. That's all a bit nasty. That offended them. I just think I just you can't be called an an. Your name can't be short for anti-fascist, and then to go around shutting people down with violence. And it's do fascists, be, yeah, yeah, it's got to be a different yeah, way. Yeah, And if you're a dick, and this is my other bit of the rant that I need to say, because both my granddads had to go and fight Nazis. These fucking dickheads in America are not Nazis. They are white supremacists. They're fascists. They're using Nazi imagery and symbolism, maybe some of their ideas, but they are not Nazis rampaged across Europe doing all that horrific things and possibly your granddad and yours, Mike, had to go over there, mm-hmm. give up their fucking lives, not go down a street with a sign and punch somebody with a beard who looked like a hipster anyway, and had to go and fight the most evil, nasty, bastard army the modern world has seen, right? Those were fucking Nazis. Those guys in America with torches they bought for B&Q... Right, yeah, mosquito right, yeah. fucking killers. <laughs> yeah, they are yeah. misguided, silly little people. The company right? actually had to come out, the ones oh, that sold no, the tiki torches, and say no, no. that we don't endorse Nazis. These are a garden product uh, for families. That is, and unfortunately, they have them. to. It's corporate. That is the standard corporate <laughs> textbook thing that yeah. they've got to do in response to this. But even yeah, Johnny, Nazi. linking it back, Johnny Cash's family um, released a statement as well about it because one of the, the Nazi guys was wearing a Johnny Cash T-shirt. He would have hated that Johnny and, Cash. Was and pleased. they actually had to come out and say, "Our father wouldn't have condoned yeah, that." No but, way. So, but in theory, well, it's like at the end of the day, he's bought that guy has bought a piece of merchandise yeah. from an artist he likes. Yeah. He loves he's the chose to wear it on that day because he yeah. likes that shirt. Yeah. You're wearing a Tyrant T-shirt. I have a Batman shirt. You have a I don't know what that shirt is. Animal Animal uh, Surfwear. Fortunately. We like these t shirts. Mm. He likes Johnny Cash. Why should they have to come out and say, yeah, one of our dad's fans is a bit of a dick? Mm. Because Why that should image, they have to say that? They I don't do get to it. protect and it's just yeah. a symptom of the fucking of the world we live in with the internet, with everyone's voice, the the the, the recreational fucking um, offendedness, the recreational, you know, like uh, moralism, like, oh, I'm so offended, you know, I'm going to boycott Johnny Cash because um, I hate fascists. It's like, fuck off, if you know Johnny Cash, you don't need that explanation from the family. Right. Yeah, you exactly. Know well, well, you do, though, in a way, because Trump, can I say something? Because Trump, when he was um, um, going up for election, he used uh, Neil Young music. Mm. Mm. And Neil Young came out and said, I don't yeah. endorse anything Trump says. And the Rolling Stones as well, I believe. Is it the Stones as the well? Stones as well, I think, yeah. And they said, we had nothing to do with yeah. him. It was so in funny. Fact, if you want to use it, you can pay us, I think they said. Uh, no <laughs> bands wanted to play his inauguration. Yeah. And he had to oh, end up with yeah. three doors down. Uh, was quite it three doors down? Yeah, they I thought they were uh, all dead. Well, who are they? <laughs> there's a funny story about that that apparently. Um, They'll play I anything. can't remember if it was Bush. <laughs> I'm sure it was Bush, but on one of his re election campaigns, he was desperate to use Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. Springsteen refused. Apparently, he used it anyway, and there's a bit of suing involved. But it shows you what a moron he is because if you listen to the lyrics yeah, of that song, yeah, yeah. it's a fucking anti uh, well, anti war. It's not necessarily anti America, but it's quite sarcastic yeah. in a way. Yeah. Isn't it? like, it's saying America's a bit of a yeah. hypocrite in a way. Born in the USA, man, pride. A bit like Keep on Rocking in the Free World. It's quite. Yeah. When I was a kid, I thought that song was about, like, yeah, rock's ace, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Keep on rocking. No, it's a 
very ironic, isn't it? It's just like, yeah, Sorry. there's kids in the street yeah, with no education. Yeah, I love the lyrics, that song. You know, yeah, and it's, yeah, guys, Amazing keep on rocking yeah. in the free world. Yeah, it's, it's a sarcastic message. Yeah. But, but the government would love that sort of shit. Exactly. Keep on rocking. We're the free it. world. We're awesome. Keep on rocking in the free world. And they don't get they it. Don't they don't get it. it. All they do is listen to the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Well, that's shit. how artists get over there. Yeah, it's, it's, that's you sneak a little message in, don't yeah. you? Um Oh, well, I agree with you. I mean, you know, Grandad when Grandad punched many a Nazi um, in in back in the day. Say again, sorry. Well, Grandad, <laughs> punched, Grandad, Grandad punched many a Nazi. Oh, back there you in go. Day. Mine too. So. Yeah. Um, well, actually, he shot him from a distance on a boat. He was a gunner on a ship, my granddad. Oh, mine was uh, mine. Had a, he was in the thick of it for a fair bit. Oh, there you go. I, I, I get I the feeling. Know. Listen to him speak about it. I get the feeling he quite enjoyed it because it was yeah. so fucking dull living around here. Oh, well, um, um, but but hey, um, anyway. Uh, he, you know, it's they were bad people, uh, but mm. these guys are trying to ape that behaviour. They're using the sim- on, they're yeah. using the symbology. They're throwing out the salutes. Mm. Well, that's all it is, though. And it's you're a- like, they, no, no, because you give those guys a chance, mm. and that 1930s Germany is what you're going to end up with in America. But do you, Some you guys think? Say, no, do you think those guys are sorry? Cut you off. Carrying those mosquito, anti-mosquito torches. Are those guys capable? Of rounding up men, women, and children, putting them in a gas chamber, you know. Like, I, <laughs> mate, I watched this video uh, in the week, um, popped on my Facebook feed, and it was this. Um, it was. I give it the guy's bravery. I can't actually remember his name on my head because I didn't mm-hmm. take notes. Um, I watched it and was like, "Fuck did I just watch?" Uh, mm-hmm. He was a Muslim guy. He looked like a Muslim guy. He was mm-hmm. talking to some some white people in the deep south, and and this. Um, girl was there white girl no teeth looked like she lived in a caravan she Um, said it sorry you say what she said she said I think there should be another genocide to give my white babies a chance I mean that and this is I don't consider I'm a white guy you've probably figured that out listeners (laughs) Um, well this is coming from a genuine place because in America the whites are going to be the minority soon well yeah but I'm not justifying them. I'm no, not justifying. I'm just saying it is coming from when they say that we will be the minority. The white male will be the minority in America in a few years. I dare say you will be, but white males still have all the power mm. virtually. So I don't think they've got anything to worry about. I agree with you completely. I'm just saying that that, that is you know Trump fact. is the epitome of the white male in power. Of my, my privileged point is, and my point is I'm, I'm watching this woman on this video and she's got three teeth in her head. Yeah. She looks like, the whole family looks like they're far too closely related. And I'm thinking, well, I'm no perfect specimen of a white male, but I, I consider myself quite a way above you on the genetic ladder, in a way. So That's I don't think this yeah. shit. What, are you just thinking this because you don't no. have a future? I can't take it seriously. A lot of that is to do with, like, did you see the way the husband was looking at her? And he said, I love you, baby. Yeah. Like, I, a lot of that was to do with impressing. I don't think she has the intelligence to truly understand the meaning. There's a Morrissey lyric. I apologise if you hate Morrissey, but I love him. Uh, Such heavy words, so lightly thrown. Do you know what I mean? I don't think she understands the weight of the fucking words she's saying. It's Probably a, not. It's a slogan, it's silliness. But these thing. people also deny the Holocaust. I need a pee. Should we put Pause a pin in there. it? Oh, and then we'll wrap it up. Oh, oh, you... oh, we can pause it. I don't mind. I'm happy um, to wrap it up now. All right. Let's wrap so it up. So basically, we all have uh, differing views, but we all point to the same goal that um, Nazis are bad. Yeah. And um, Planet X. Planet X. Nibiru. Maybe there's a Planet X. But Nibiru. We're not going for. 
We're not going for the, the numerologists no. or the one with the chip in her heads theories that the, or that the, there's anarchy and they're going to turn up and make us slaves. I'm going to make huh? a promise here right now. Right here, right now. Okay. If Nibiru is true and it happens, I'll eat my hazmat hat. Hey! Okay, on that note, I'm Gaz. I'm Mike. I'm Ben. And we're signing off. That was an emergency broadcast brought to you by Cutting to the Ball in the post-truth department. Free Biff Tannen! Stay classy. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>